episode eight. And welcome to this week's edition of the Getting Ahead Podcast by David Mark Shaw. Your weekly podcast on all things digital, technology, and what it means to you, the small business owner. We will have super smart guests and actionable insights each and every week to help you get ahead. Hi there and welcome to episode 8 of the Getting Ahead Podcast with me, David Shaw. It's been a couple of weeks since I've done a podcast, so um, I'm going to be rattling through a few very quickly over the next uh, few days to try and catch up. Um, but today's episode um, comes off the back um, of not only a blog post that I wrote recently um, about trade shows, um, but equally about sort of my experience I've had uh, recently, both offline and online, actually. Um, number one, sort of at trade shows, getting a, trying to get an understanding of exactly what it is people do. And secondly, uh, a number of websites that uh, I was sent over to um, from a colleague and, um, yeah, just really struggling to understand what they did. So the theme of this episode um, is going to be uh, the curse of knowledge. And what I mean by that is um, we all work in our industries day in, day out, and we know exactly um, the acronyms and the buzzwords and the language that we use to describe what it is that we do. Um, and a common mistake that's made both um, offline in networking and trade shows, but equally online in social media and particularly in website copy, is this um, ability to confuse people um, with our curse of knowledge by using the wrong kind of language. I think the mistake that we make is that um, we assume that the language we use is understood by everybody, and that really isn't the case. Uh, the majority of the time, um, people uh, don't actually understand what it is that we're, you know, we're talking about, particularly when we're using those industry acronyms and uh, and words from our from our industry. And I fall foul to this myself. Um, and you might have even find across maybe my blog posts or even these podcasts, I might use a term that may not be completely familiar to you guys. Uh, and I always try and uh, be very wary of. Uh, particularly things like acronyms um, but I was going around a, a number of trade shows and uh, like I said in the uh, the blog post I wrote um, both in London and locally in Kent and what I found was um, yeah exactly that just really looking at these um, these pop-up stands and, uh, and brochures and leaflets and really having absolutely no idea what it is that some of these companies did um, and I took the opportunity to, to speak to some of these companies and, and explain to them, I couldn't work out what it is exactly that you do. Um, and um, I think they were quite grateful, number one, to, uh, to have somebody talk to them. It was, uh, it was quite quiet, as I mentioned in, uh, in my blog post. And, um, but they didn't seem to really understand the concept that I couldn't, from what their, their sort of marketing messages were saying, I couldn't exactly understand what it was that they were doing. Um, and again... Online, I see the same thing day in and day out, where people use particular phrases and terms that just don't mean anything to the uh, the average business person. And it's not that people are necessarily um, not clever enough to understand it. It's just that we, we get so entrenched in some of these acronyms and some of these terms and phrases that we just assume that everybody understands what they mean. And it really isn't the case. And the way to go about solving this is is really quite simple. What we've got to do is... Uh, try and create um, content and messaging in particular that 
absolutely anybody would understand. And uh, the, the, the trick I try to use is to get people to... Um, compare it to would an eight or nine year old be able to understand what I'm saying um, and really try and break down what it is you do time and time again um, and try and simplify it at least sort of three times before you sort of publish a, a message really ask yourself the question am I a hundred percent sure that everybody understands what it is that I'm trying to say here um, and I'll give you an example um, and I've used this one a number of times along the side an accountant's example um, um, they do they do one of two things they either use again a language that doesn't mean anything to anybody other than unless you're in the industry alternatively they do the complete opposite which is they make the mistake of telling us what they do as opposed to the problem that they solve um, and from a sales perspective you know it's really not going to bring in the right kind of audience it's not going to give people a reason to come and talk to you um, so that the buzzwords are not impressive um, and we are so short on time um, and this is only going to get worse for people as we you know we have more and more um, things going on in our life more and more things trying to fight for our attention um, and then trying to rise above that noise and get our messaging heard and get your message heard and making sure that you create those opportunities to talk to people because I'm sure there's no doubt that you can help a lot of organizations you guys can help a lot of other businesses out there and you just want that opportunity and that's what you often hear salespeople saying we just need that opportunity um, and what we've got to do is just make it easier for ourselves to create that opportunity and um, we do that with simple messaging that doesn't confuse and equally don't talk about the products and services that you provide but talk about the problem that you solve so in the accountant's example if I go past a trade show and uh, a stand and I see an accountant's um, banner and it says that they do payroll and tax returns um, and all kind of lists of other things that are, are services that any accountant would provide you would absolutely expect them to do that and you might, you're, what you're doing is very quickly in a heartbeat you're looking at it you very quickly okay they're accountants yes they do all the things that my accountant does and you make the decision I've got an accountant they do the same things they've not given me any reason to talk to them and, and within literally half a second you've dismissed them you've got no need to necessarily talk to them um, and the poor salespeople on the stand are, are sitting there waiting for somebody to come along who just so happens to be looking for that service. Now, in actual fact, as an accountant, you may be fantastic and you may do things differently. Um, don't say things like, you know, we're professional because you would expect that from your accountant. And don't, you know, say, uh, you know, things that like we're cost effective, you know, all of those kind of things, because... It needs more than that. We we expect all of these things from uh, our accountants and, and other business services. You've really got to think what's different about you um, and what is that problem that you solve and how do you solve that differently? So you've got literally a second or two as people walk around the trade show glancing at the different stands um, give them a real reason to come and talk to you. So in an accountant's example, um, and the, uh, you might come up with something, this is not a great one, by the way, but something along the lines of you know, a question. Does your accountant save you X number of thousand pounds a year off your tax bill? Um, maybe they do, but maybe
maybe they don't. Uh, and if they don't, it certainly gives an, it's a reason possibly for somebody to go and talk to them, say, well, how do you save extra thousands of pounds from somebody's tax bill? You know, how do you do that legitimately and legally? Talk to me about that. That could be something of interest that's going to put money back into my pocket and into my business that's going to help me grow. So, um, it, all kinds of examples like that where you can really give somebody a reason to come and talk to you. Um, like I say, people's attentions are very small now. We have very little attention and um, our sales efforts have really got to increase. They've really got to become a lot better to try and create those conversations. So that's what we've got to do guys we've got to make sure that our websites are the same we've got to make sure that our messaging is clear from the start you heard me talk about in the previous episode that making sure that right from the off you make it very clear what you do and now what you've got to make sure is that the content in your site talks about the problems that you solve not the products and services that you provide because it it doesn't matter if you think about it from a prospect's perspective um the product or service is actually almost the least important part of it um what they're looking to what they have is an issue or a problem and they just want to make sure that number one you understand that problem um, and number two you can define that problem better than they can Um, they'll often assume that if you can do that they'll assume that you've got the answer Um, and your product and your service is is, is actually the last thing that's actually just the tool that enables you to solve that problem but you've got to demonstrate considerably more than that before you're going to get their attention Um, of course there are people out there that are you know searching specifically for products and so on Um, and that's where you as individuals and you as a company make a difference and that's another thing you've got to really make sure you capture in your marketing uh, both offline and offline and that's you your personality because nobody is the same as you there may be another accountant just down the road who does the same services but they're not you and you're not them and um, this is really the biggest differentiator um, is is you and, and your personalities and you've got to make sure that that comes out and again this is what people are looking for we're, we're looking to work with people that we like you know and um, so make sure you demonstrate your personality and make sure you know you, you put your faces and your voices out there um, and let people know who you are and why you're passionate. Why do you get out of bed in the morning and do what you do? You need to tell the world that because um, if you don't, your competitors are going to be doing that. They're going to be telling the world um, just why they're passionate about the problems that they solve. Um, and ultimately, that's part of this the, the whole marketing mix that we've got to try and achieve is um, and to get more sales and more leads, um, which is the language that business owners understand. And to demonstrate return on investment, it's all about making sure um, that you get your voice heard you get your messaging right and you appeal to people so they want to come and talk to you and you want to demonstrate how you're going to solve their problems uh, better than your competitors anyway that's it for this week guys and uh, i hope that's been helpful and um lots more episodes coming um thick and fast now so uh, hold on tight and uh, i look forward to speaking to you in the next episode speak soon <laughs>